0: What's going on, it's your boy Mixmaster B here, live from the MMB Radio Studios for the MMB Radio Podcast where the no topic is too big or too small. We talk about them all. And on the phone lines, I'm gonna welcome in a woman who is calling us all the way from the Great White North up in Canada. Yes, it's great. The MMB radio gets to go international. I mean if it's only, you know, close borders, but it's still international in my book. i want to welcome in right now self-proclaimed Snap Ho, Miss Scarlet Summer. Scarlet, what's going on? Welcome to MMB Radio.
1: Hi there, hon. Um, I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here
0: chatting with you. <laughs> and, and I appreciate you taking some time to uh, talk to us. I mean, one thing I say, calling all the way from Canada, which is really cool and dope that we're able to do something like this through the power of the Internet, that we can just, you know, connect with people in different countries. Um, but I also noticed when we were scheduling this, I didn't realize today was 420. And 420 is kind of a big deal for for you. And we'll talk about that, right?
1: <laughs> of course yeah for sure we'll cover that <laughs> but
0: first things first i want to talk about is so you have i mean i guess you're what they consider an adult entertainer and an adult entertainer i think that the term of adult entertainer has transcended and changed so much from the early days um like adult entertainer can call, almost mean anything i guess of a sexual nature and um, you and me were talking a little bit off air and you consider yourself like a sex worker um But what is exactly is it that you do in the adult entertainment realm?
1: Alrighty, so I originally, when I was a little baby bean at 18, getting into the industry, I started out doing webcam work, like my free cams um, Chatterbait, that fun stuff. But as it progressed, I noticed that there was more of a demand for premium Snapchat. So that's kind of where I started taking my route with my sex work. So I've been doing premium Snapchat probably around, oh, I'm saying Close to three years now on that. Um, and then I also do my OnlyFans. I have a Pornhub account, many bits. So I mainly do amateur videos and OnlyFans. Just kind of, I like doing the clip sites and I like doing my news and I love having people watch me get fucked and all, honestly. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I like to do a little bit of it all, but I just like to have my ass on the internet. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but... and, and, and everybody that's listening that is like googling your name right now and checking out all your social media accounts <laughs> they're all thanking you for being you know who you are um but one of the things i i, I want to note too is that like i said people tend to think you know when you say adult entertainer people think you know traditionally you know porn um whether it be you know dvd or you know shooting movies and stuff like that now i know you're not supposed to ever ask a woman how old they are but how old are you
1: I am twenty one. My actual twenty second birthday is on the first of May, so just about twenty two years. Just about <laughs>
0: twenty two years. So, I guess where I'm leading with this question is, so being relatively young. I mean, you figure in the states mm-hmm. here, it's like you have to be eighteen years of age. I don't know, we you know what the deal is in Canada, but I'm assuming it's about the same. You know, be it, same thing. Yeah, be yeah, a, be an illegal adult at eighteen. Um, you you tended to come up in a time where, you know, the internet was kind of like your way into the adult industry. Whereas, you know, we've had guests on the podcast that are, you know, I consider OGs in the business that have, you know, where I've had people that have been on that when they first got started, it was like VHS tapes. And I mentioned VHS tapes to people now, people are like, what the hell is a VHS tape? You know? (laughs) Yeah, who has those anymore? Exactly, like people like, uh, people your age don't even know what a VCR is. So you kind of came up in the age of the internet (laughs) But before that, what is what was like your exposure to, you know, porn or pornography growing up? Did you you know, were you always curious as a kid? Honest.
1: Honestly, definitely very curious as a kid. I was definitely more, like, out there with my sexuality, even when I was in high school, always wilding out. But I found that, like, yeah, porn was always something that we found access to on the internet. But I do remember being younger and, like, my dad having all the Playboy magazines, all of that. Like, and I grew up around the shops where we saw those girls that were posing. And you saw the adult film that was advertised in the back rooms when you were younger, and you actually had, like, you had to go in and rent a DVD in that, like, black (laughs) curtain, like, room at the Mm -hmm. smoke shop or whatever. So, I've definitely seen that whole aspect, but I think the thing that really got me into it is, honestly, I had stumbled across campsites once or twice because you, as a young kid, are typing curiously into the internet, and that's, honestly, I think that was just completely shoved in my face from day one. As soon as I could, it was always something being sexualized there. But I definitely, yeah, I don't know, I grew up watching, like, the naked news and all that stuff when I was way younger. (laughs) Definitely remember catching that stuff and things, but... (laughs) I don't know, it was all around different exposure, but I'd say for sure the internet mainly wasn't. And I had older peers that kind of were dipping into it, dipping their toes in the water, being like, oh, look at what I found here. So that really influenced it a
0: little bit too. Now now I'm gonna play the role of the the ignorant American here because we you know, we all like have this like <laughs> stereotype of what people are like in other countries, you know, and we, we think that, you know, you see other countries or you hear a name of a country and you're like, Oh, they're so far behind us and it's just really not. Like there's so much similarities between, you know, us here in the States and in Canada but I automatically just assume, like, Canada's so much more laid back, so much more conservative. Like, what is the porn life like in Canada? I mean, here in the United States, it's it's fucking bonkers. Like, I mean, you got AVN, you got Exotica, you got all these conventions and these big, you know, all these production companies and everything. What's, what's Canada's porn life like? Like, I always just seem, seems like it's like a laid back, chill people that, you know, wouldn't be caught dead watching.
1: Yeah, see, that's something I've noticed, honestly, in my experience, especially, like, obviously looking through porn now, like, watching it myself, going through research, and I've watched a couple things to do, like, documentaries porn-wise, and every time I've noticed... Most girls even from Canada, if they want to film proper porn like the typical like we're talking like bangros, all those kind of like you know the actual porn sites as well that are getting put onto your porn hub, all those other ones, you are coming down to the States to do it. There's not really many companies in Canada that I've noticed myself personally or ever had reach out that, yeah, are Canadian base that are like, Hey, we film here. I've heard of some down in Van- yeah, down in Vancouver. I'm like, Where am I located in BC? <laughs> down in Vancouver. And, I, but other than that, honestly, more often than not, any of my girlfriends that are, because I'm from a very remote location, like I live up in the boonies. The town I'm from has like 11,000 people in it. <laughs> so I live like in the remote areas of Canada. But a lot of my girlfriends that do live further down south and stuff too, it's the same thing. I find that they're either traveling all the way to the other side of the, towards the East Coast around Toronto area, mm-hmm. but on, there's not many. Like companies that I've heard of that do any porn or anything like that around here. It's mainly all we have. Like one taboo convention in Vancouver that I know of, <laughs> but I always see AVN all these different award shows and like in the states. And I just nowhere I want to go so bad, <laughs> but I had to wait anyways because for us, like we're legal drinking age and legal partying age at 19. But then it's like coming to the states. It's like such a different barrier. So when I was doing sex work at a younger age, I'd had so many people that would reach out to me at a young age being like, hey, I want to come film here. And it looks so fun. But I'm like, oh, I wouldn't even be able to go out to half the bars or anything you guys are going to anymore. So it's a little different that way too.
0: Again, like I said, it's the ignorant American in me because I always consider when someone says Canada, I say, okay, there's Toronto and then there's the rest of the woods. Like you said, the boonies. Like I just, I just, I just like, for some reason, I just always picture like nothing but like big trees, forests, bears and like lag, like log cabins and hockey like that's just all I kind of like
1: and see you're picturing where I'm from a hundred percent because I grew up in like a small Dutch Christian community like town where we had like 10 churches for the 5,000 people and it was all like very like we had ice fishing we had snowshoeing like everybody goes up on the ski hill all winter long snowmobiles everything we by no means run around on polar bears or live in igloos, but you're right, a lot cabins. That's a very big like everybody hunts, everybody's. I come around from that demographic, but if you do, yeah, go to Toronto or these other big cities. It is such a change, even for me. Though I'm like, oh my gosh, little, little small town girl when I go down there, because it's crazy. Like it's there, nothing compared. Honestly, it's not bad for me to say my Canadian self, but nothing compared to what I've seen from like American cities. And honestly, you guys have some crazy crazy big cities but i don't know it's definitely a more foresee more show based up here for sure it's just gorgeous up here no i mean what is
0: what's the biggest misconception about canada like what is what is everybody like i mean did i just can i just say that i'd like hit it like right on the head with my like my, my theory of what canada is like is like does everybody kind of just assume the same thing about canada that's not from there yeah
1: that's basically everybody's Yeah, they always think that we're, well, first of all, the whole we're super polite thing. Well, 100%, I say. I I apologize more than anybody I know. But even, like, the difference from being up in small towns to, like, it's, we're very much like the states in a lot of ways, how we carry ourselves. Like, well, I guess our big difference is, yeah, we're more chill because we're completely legalized for weed, so everybody's stoned here. (laughs) Um, But... (laughs) Other than that, honestly, yeah, the biggest misconception is just that we live up in the boonies. We all just say, like, A, and drink our Tim Hortons, and (laughs) eat maple syrup, and do that kind of thing. But other than that, I find that a lot, like, we get a lot of girls get hyped up. Like, I love Canadian girls, but there are some, and everybody always says, like, Canadian girls are the best girls for this. And honestly, like, I think there's some beautiful ladies that are from the States as well. Like, I feel like that's like stereotype I hear a lot from guys that will reach out to me from the States. They'll be like, oh, I've always heard Canadian girls are so great. I'm like, we fucking are. But you guys got some free, pretty nice heaters on you, too. So,
0: we got a lot uh, of plastic surgeons in, not even, in the States, so we're able to
1: <laughs> enhance And it's it. a lot cheaper there. Well, I guess we got the currency. You guys have a little bit of a currency raise on us, but it's a lot cheaper there. I've noticed a lot of girls that I meet are like, oh, it was like three grand for me to get my kids down there. It's like seven grand. Up canadian tax wow, is you, you crazy I hear. so
0: i don't know i don't know what the the tax situation yeah. is there but i've heard everything's more expensive in canada so i guess there's there's pros and cons to being there um but being in a small yeah. little town and community like that how does one like growing up and you know you said you always kind of been you know a little curious with your sexuality and everything how does one live in a small community like that and kind of fly under the radar or did you not fly under the radar
1: Oh, by no means. I did not fly under the radar. So um, I actually signed up for camming literally on my 18th birthday. I decided, hey, I'm legal. We're hopping on this. I want to make extra money. Like, fuck this. I, like, already take provocative pictures. And, you know, that's what every girl says when they get into this industry. And they don't understand that it's so much more than just taking news. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I got now. But um, yeah, I signed up for MFC Mfc, and within, I didn't realize that you can block out the regions and I was being all ballsy. And uh, within, I think the first month of me being on this camming website, my nudes were circulating around our high school because I had yet to have graduated. Um, well, I guess I've dropped out, <laughs> but anyways, they started going around. So automatically such a small town, everybody had known me from elementary school to high school. We only had one high school that my grad class, grad class in quotation, had 120 to 130 kids in it. like very small whole school was less than a thousand people. So honestly, yeah, right away, I was always kind of known for being more out there. Like everybody's got the hose in high school and that was definitely one of my things, but that was kind of like the holy, like, she's really out there after it That just kind of certified the
0: host status.
1: Oh, yeah. And then I just rolled with it, honestly. To me, I, I kind of like to play up the whole girl next door vibe where everybody's like, I knew her from high school, and now I see her up here. So I definitely, I use my, like, I did what, my Scarlet Summer is obviously an alias, but people who know me in real life know my name as well as, hey, you're the Scarlet Summer girl. Like, I... <laughs> have it happen so frequently up here because they'll be like oh I saw you there I just I definitely have built a little bit of a reputation for myself around here and it was not the best for a long time but I feel like in the last couple of years Sex work has really been forward moving like more like fuck right now if I could like type in OnlyFans the amount of girls you are going to see on there like it's not as taboo anymore is a lot of people are warming up to it so from when people found out when I was starting to do sex work to now I get comments that are like oh I respect you like props for you taking like control of your body and making money like you're doing well for yourself now as opposed to when I started out everyone was like oh fuck your horn like oh my gosh. So it definitely changed, but I just, like, I've always told my friends, people, word of mouth is always going to be the best advertisement I have. So I loved, I definitely manipulated the system with that. And, like, if I, I drop something on porno, i I have a buddy from, like, town over that I, like, my hometown, they text me. And I'd be like, hey, here you go, here's a link. And it's, like, the next day someone's like, oh, I got this shared to the group chat. And it's just like, <laughs> use it systematically. <laughs> That's the way that I, like. They're making me more money in the long run, so.
0: It makes your high school graduation That's seem I like, like so a much, big giant you know? gang bang when you go back. <laughs>
1: exactly, I know. I don't know which one of their wives are going to be letting them come to the game. I'm high school reunion there. So. <laughs> now,
0: but, in high school, like, did, uh, did the teachers, like, did they all know what you were doing too? I mean, you say it got circulated around. Like, was that kind of weird, like knowing I can that people imagine, know. Like,
1: yeah, it is. Like there's some things like I was very big into dancing when I was younger. I was a very like a competitive dancing and I did gymnastics at a younger age too. So there were a lot of these people that I knew in like a sense where it was like I respected them and they were younger like there were younger adults but they were like my employers or something like that. And that was something I only switched to doing full-time sex work for I think two years ago now so I used to do serving and stuff and I would get a job and no one would really know what I did and then all of a sudden that girl would be like oh that chick has a pornhub account or that chick does this like you guys want to see and so then the whole shift would know and then it would change everything but honestly to at the end of the day I'm like gosh like regardless if I know someone there's so many people who have seen me naked like it doesn't even matter like I will I I fuck myself on the side of the road with cars passing at this point I'm like if you all are y'all are gonna see it somehow so (laughs) that's to not give a shit anymore
0: (laughs) now did you did you have a lot of boyfriends in high school or or did you just fuck a lot of guys in high school
1: um a little bit of both I was a little sweet like as much as I was a hoe in high school I was a very little sweetheart like I was very good like country girl at first like from <laughs> improper wanting to be a lawyer when I graduated all this stuff and then it just kind of switched I went yeah it was like some kind of hostage. I had like I had a boyfriend for a very long time and then we broke off and I just started like hooking up with dudes that were like twice my age when I was like 18 just not just right into hostage but high yeah like it kind of fluctuated I've always kind of had a boyfriend or something to keep me company <laughs> and then i go back into my host age and accumulate a lot of notches in between <laughs> but i don't know it fluctuates i personally like with my job and what i do now i like to either be single or i have to have somebody who's willing to film and be okay with me filming with others otherwise no i gotta yeah i have to be single to do my host because <laughs> there's not a lot you of you mentioned people you were with guys
0: that were twice, twice your age where do you meet guys at twice your age
1: um, honestly, the especially in small towns, the internet is another thing. It's like, it's, being a younger girl, you get so many older men that'll approach you. I've had guys that have approached me through Instagram. Honestly, when I got my Tinder, I had my, I was, we're looking for sugar daddies out here. Let's be real. So my <laughs> Tinder was set to, I think, like 50 or something plus, and I'm 18, so I can only imagine the kind of dudes that were like, holy shit, there's a little 18-year-old and she's got it set to this, so. Um, I think, yeah, when I, by the time I was 18, I think the oldest dude I'd hooked up with was someone in his fifties. Cause I was like, you know what? We're trying everything something wise, like. And I filmed with him porn-wise, too, and that was actually a very popular one. But, yeah, I just found they kind of came out of the woodwork as soon as he turned 18. I remember so many guys that would kind of, like, look at me when I was younger, and I'd see them around town. And then it was, like, 18th birthday. All of a sudden, they were in my Instagram DMs. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird how men have an acronym. <laughs> yeah,
0: like a countdown <laughs> clock going and shit, like, May 1st, can't wait. May?
1: <laughs> I, I remember getting one specific message from a guy because he had asked me beforehand when i was younger he was like trying to hit me up and i told him how old i was and he was like, i'll hit you up when you're 18 like three years later was like hey like looks like you're 18 now and i was like hey well props for effort okay, i will give will you on that one <laughs>
0: damn <laughs> now I, one of the cool things too that um i noticed is that you have so many tats <laughs> like what like <laughs> when did you start going into the, the tattoo craze
1: Um, So for my tattoo craze, I actually skipped my prom to go and get my first tattoo. So I was also 18 for that. And um, at that point, I was like a small little one. I got it up on my collarbone. I have one my emails up there. So that's my little brother's birthday. I was like, hey, he's a shithead and he annoys me, but I love him. And my mom was like, you're getting a tattoo. Make sure it's something that's going to count. And so I got that. It was like 10 minutes of sitting and it was done. And from that point on, like I was booking tattoos fucking every like three to four weeks, just getting little ones like dingers when, you know, like everybody's kind of starting to commit. And then all of a sudden it just, yeah, I'd be going in for like sitting month after a month back and forth. And now it's quite an addiction. I just love him. It's kind of, honestly, a bit of a stress reliever to go in there, too, and just relax. I'm friends with my artist, so I go, I'll go. i take, like, a day trip to go, or, like, a weekend trip, and I'll go sit for, like, two days with him, and we just get to relax and bullshit and actually catch up. And, I don't know, it's definitely, they make me a lot more confident with my body. I feel like, I don't even know, I'd look like I was 12 years old without these things in the industry, probably. <laughs> which is a whole nother. you know, I could do the teeny bopper category, but... <laughs> I don't know. I like them. for sure they're addicting. And I was gonna get my leg finished off the one, but with this whole COVID nineteen thing right now, we're holding holding on that for now.
0: Now let me ask you that about about being in quarantine and everything. Like, has that like uh, sparked more business for you through your your OnlyFans and other platforms that you sell your material on?
1: I honestly find it has, in a sense. There are certain things that I'm finding it's affecting where I have, like, long-term subscribers that are on my Snapchat who are, like, the ones who kind of, like, I have more of a relationship. Because I do find that in sex work, everyone thinks it's just like, oh, fuck, you just, like, showing your pussy for someone and there's, like, some creepy old dude. No, a lot of the time they're, like, I have some, even if they're older or whatever, I have some very genuine subscribers that send me just, like, money because they're like, hey, like, I want you to spoil yourself or this or this, right? So I'm noticing those ones more who are like, oh, I used to incorporate this in my budget can't really anymore because they're like oh I can't go to work right now so I have to kind of prioritize but at the same time I'm noticing because everybody's so bored right now and because so many girls like it's OnlyFans. I love it but it is a very oversaturated market with people like it's you're always going to make sales it doesn't matter but there are so many girls that are doing it now that there's almost always sales on everybody's account so everybody's running sales right now everybody's kind of keeping the traffic going and trying to keep people entertained as long as they can I think. But I'm noticing branching off, like I'm sure you've heard of like TikTok and all those things. More sex workers are hopping onto apps like that, I think, to get different traction. And I noticed like I just because I'm bored in my house, I'm like, all right, we're going to do this on TikTok. And I've had a few of them that like blow up and you get views and all of a sudden you're gaining like 100 subscribers on your OnlyFans that day just because of that exposure. So I do think it's for sure it's got some pros and some cons to it to say the least I think it's got more pros for some but like for girls that I know like my friends that are dancers they're having all these clubs that are getting closed down and there's no date that's confirmed for them to go back to work or people that do filming or escorting I couldn't imagine right now like it's such it's crazy how different forms of sex work are getting affected by it
0: and you mentioned about TikTok blowing up I personally don't have a TikTok but you, you know when people are bored when my father has a TikTok and he's been watching a shit nonstop. Yeah, right? exactly. I'm like, I don't even have a fucking TikTok. Like, I like honestly, no, no, no shade on TikTok, but I don't really have any desire to be on there or even watch, you know, these videos, especially when it's the same video.
1: And that was my opinion. Yeah, I know they're they're very repetitive. Even in my opinion, like obviously, I'm breaking the benefits of this app, but when it comes to like, I remember getting stoned with one of my buddies one time and we were sitting there and he was scrolling through it and I was like, that's such a stupid fucking app. I don't know why you have it. Like I received it like cause it was like going up for a while and I was like, hey, and one of my things that I find is a bit controversial with TikTok is because it's a 13 plus app, I believe. So that's something that when I do, like, I try not to promote my actual sex work on it, the platform, because I feel like there's so many young people still on it. And it's a very young based app, but there's so many older people that are flooding onto it. But no, I was like, why do you have that? That's so stupid. And we sat there for two hours, Stone, and we're just scrolling these TikToks. And they're basically like, like, I guess, live memes is the best way to put it. So I was like, hey, I kind of get it. And then the next day I was like at my house. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm downloading this app. What the hell? And now I have it. But I find I still, like, try to avoid it because every time if I am stoned or something, I'll hop on the app. And then I just, like, keep watching these videos that are so, <laughs> they're so similar. They're so stupid. Like, I... If I hear Megan the Stallion one more time, <laughs> I'm
0: going to fucking scream. What? What? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, it's just like, all I keep hearing is Megan the <laughs> Stallion on every fucking video. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Make it fucking Oh, stop. my God, Savage. I'm like, please, just make it go <laughs> Oh,
1: fuck, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. No, it's the worst because I'll be listening to it. My buddy will put on a song and all of a sudden I'll be like, this is a TikTok song. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, some 14-year-old somewhere is dancing to this and ruining it for me. You have no idea.
0: Dad <laughs> or listening to The Weeknd, you know, effective. like Blinded by the Light. Oh, my God. Every time I hear it. Did you see the TikTok video of, like, the old man that, like, does the dance with, like, his two sons or something? It, it was, like, this... Oh fucking no, I it was, it was it was a TikTok like right when this like TikTok thing was starting to really fucking blow up, right? Right as this COVID shit was starting to get yeah. heavy. And Oh yeah, there you and, go. And and it's just like he was dancing to like blinded by the light by the weekend, and like people are like now refer to like that song. They're like, Oh, that's the TikTok song. And I'm like, No, it's 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 called Blinded by the Light. It's not the fucking TikTok song. But every time I hear that song, all exactly. I picture is this old dude fucking dancing. I'm like, I can't get that image out of my head now every time I hear that song. So Yeah. TikTok you ruin it's that for me. Fucking
1: insane. Oh. <laughs> oh for sure, I know. It's it's a curse and a blessing. <laughs> My
0: father's like we got to do a TikTok video. I'm like, yeah, I'm not 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 even interested <laughs> in doing it. I'll be your cameraman, but no. I don't want to be anywhere in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah. But being in front of the camera, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously like you're doing wild and crazy shit in front of the camera. Um the first time you ever <laughs> took, you know, nude photos of yourself or did a video, like, how does someone – put me in that mindset. How does somebody get through that hurdle of, like, okay, like, I'm I'm going to do this, and this shit's going to be on the internet, and once it's on the internet, it's like fucking herpes. It's forever. You can try to suppress it, but it's forever. Like, there's no cure for the internet. So, what like, when you first did it, like, what was your, your, your thought process? Like, I'd be fucking terrified. Like, oh, my God, like –
1: Okay, so, yeah, like, my family especially is extremely conservative. My grandparents own a jewelry store. Like, we're very well-known in the small town as well, so that was one of my biggest things, I think, was that we're very, you know, like, our family is known as, like, a very conservative family. So that was, I think, my biggest concern. I was sitting there being like, holy fuck, like, you know, like, if mom does see this, like, this is, like, I'm going to get my ass handed to me, (laughs) like, oh, my gosh. But I honestly can say that, like I've, I personally myself, I am very motivated by money, and I like to be my own boss. So I think I was not thinking about it too much because it was just so appealing, especially being a newbie. When you hop on MSC, you get like this new, camp, like a new member or model, fucking tag, right? So you have all these people that just start coming in and giving you attention, doing all this stuff, and it almost encourages me more. I had somebody reach out, and I've actually still talked to them to this day, so that's, like, almost four years now of knowing them. And they were one of my first room helpers, and they were just like, hey, like, you're doing great. We just want to help with this, blah, blah, blah. And I found that, like, having a bunch of people encourage you with what you're doing, it kind of eases your mind. You don't, really think about it as much, and then all of a sudden, shit does hit the fan. And you're like, holy oh, fuck, that was permanent. Oh, my God. And I think that was more so the first hurdle is when it did come out, I had to like be like, okay, fuck, it's there now. And like, what are you going to do about it? For the first bit, I was panicking, having my nude sent to me, being like, holy fuck, holy fuck. And then after a while, it's like the same picture of me bent over in front of the camera. And I'm like, my ass looks mint in that, doesn't it, eh? And they're like, oh, <laughs> that was not the response I was looking for. And I'm like, well, you're fucking looking at it for a reason. so." <laughs> well, that's the thing that I always little- mind boggled <laughs> me
0: is when people are like, want to be critics and want to like shame you but they're the ones that bring it to your attention mm-hmm. first it's like okay so like like first off like did you find it or did somebody you know find it and show it to you and if you want to be critical about it like and then you past yeah on. so like all right so you associate oh, with people exactly. who look at that stuff so like there's like there's layers to this shit so it's not like you know exactly i mean that's my mind I, mean. I actually had
1: a Oh, I agree. I had a girl a while ago, actually, because uh, I, in my spare time, I had been a Facebook group and stuff like that, too, and full women as catty, and I love them, but it's fucking shit show, because, like, 40,000 women in a Facebook group were asking for issues. Um, Anyways, <laughs> uh, there was a girl that made a remark about what I do for work, and she was like, oh, yeah, that stupid bitch went and fucked herself with a sausage, like, going off, and this was relatively recent, that this happened, that she made the comment, and she's trying to, like, stir up this shit pot with me. I'll tell you one of the things I'm most wrong for after this, but um, (laughs) she's trying to stir up this shit pot. And then I had to come in and be like, hey, I don't want to be rude, but that time that I fucked myself with a sausage was actually like last June. And it was posted very deep down in my many vids. So in order to have found that, you would have had to be scrolling through all my social media like fuck first you have to find my own like my fucking porn links find it through that and then look for a very long time and then find it and go watch it like i was like the amount of effort that you put into like trying to criticize me about this screams that you were insecure about yourself and it's just like i it's an obsessive thing that people i tend to get with me and i do like i like you were saying i do some wild and crazy things in front of the camera i find that i like to do it for the wild factor like I fucked myself with a rubber whisk one time, and I have that actually tattooed on my finger. It's one of my, like, iconic tattoos. <laughs> Pardon me, and my millennials, are not even millennials, freaking Gen Z speaking. But, um, it's like, I, yeah, I got it tattooed on myself because I got so much backlash from people who were like, holy fuck, this girl fucks herself with a whisk. Like, oh, like, my favorite line, I still love it, and use it myself. They're like, she has to really scramble their eggs, which I thought was fucking hilarious. But the thing is, that day I made so much money, it didn't, obviously, like, some things that people do in sex work, we're not always sitting there being like, oh my god, that was so hot, we love it, it's like, yeah, we did it, because it was like a wow thing, and holy shit, people are gonna be like, like, the girls that make spaghetti in their ass are or have gone viral for things, like, Do you really think that that's what makes them wet when they're, like, thinking about their fantasies, like, people get so, like, their panties so fucking twisted about this shit. And so I had, like, it's, like, what I've, like, I've had every time my name gets brought up, people are like, oh, that's the girl that fucked herself with a whisk. That's the girl who fucked herself with a whisk. <laughs> so I went and got it tattooed on my finger. And now every time I'm drinking, and I, like, I've, I have a weird habit of lifting my pinky up so you see it every time I drink. <laughs> yeah. So, But I don't know. I just like to embrace it because I think it's best to just be out there and be yourself, especially in, the, like, we were discussing kind of before when you and I were chatting. Just you have to be very confident and like, in yourself in this kind of industry and be, like, prepared to one, like, not really take risks in the sense, but like be out there and have fun and do you and not have to worry about how people are going to view what you're doing. Like, it's like work, it's meant to be a little bit fucking, like, kinky and crazy. <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously, because, I mean, if it was, like, everything else, then why would people want to watch? You know what I mean? Like, what, what's separating it from exactly. every other form of entertainment if it's all the same shit?
1: Literally. And I kind of... If I was doing the same that every boy's girlfriend was doing they wouldn't be fucking buying my premium as exactly. well that so bad to say, but,
0: and it's like you said you you kind of have to get into oh. that mindset that like once you start i, I kind of feel like and, and, and correct me if i'm wrong but i mean i kind of feel like once you get into that mindset like once you start over analyzing and thinking about what it is that you do and how people perceive you that's when it consumes you you know what I mean like you just kind of have to kind of just like go oh,
1: exactly it. No, and that's the biggest question I get from so many girls is when they're starting out, they're like, or they want to start, they're like, well, how do you deal with how people view you? And I'm like, I honestly is the last thing I even think about now at any time of day. Like it's, it doesn't. You just get over it because if you do think about it, yeah, it completely consumes you. You're constantly viewing it. You and the biggest thing is people start talking about how you sell yourself and you're selling your body, and then you start basing your worth off of your prices, things like that. I've seen that with girls, and they're like, oh, my only fan subscription is only 20 bucks a month. Does that mean, like, I'm worth, and, like, guys will make that comment being like, oh, she's worth $20 a month then. And it's like, that is not it. And people get into such a mindset when people start speaking down on them like that, or being like, how could your family, like, love you for what you do, or how could this? And then at the end of the day, people are only, like, so many girls need to realize that yeah, people are only making these comments because they couldn't do it themselves, and they're worried about it, and they have their own insecurities so I'm like, fuck me, just best to not even get into it or think about it and just keep hustling and basically go masturbate or do something else. I mean, I can totally
0: relate. I mean, as, as far as having a podcast where, you know, a, a good majority of my guests, you know, are, are sex workers, whether they be, you know, cam models or in the adult industry of some form, you know, where it be DVD or doing, on you know, online sites and everything. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, you may not like morally understand or accept what it is or who i have on my podcast but i'm not breaking the law you know what i mean like i'm not ensuing violence i'm not you know i mean hell we got a president that is tweeting out crazy shit every day where people react and it's just like there's people that are getting trampled on and protesting yeah you can see the reactions of you know people and the power that people have with their word and everything and it's like i'm not promoting hate or anything of violence or negativity in any way whatsoever you just morally may not like what i do and that's fine yeah like, i don't judge you because you're you know conservative or you come from this religious background or you believe in you know that the earth is flat like i don't fucking care like i'm like i'm not doing anything that's,
1: that's illegal the biggest thing No, for sure, and that's honestly, like, um, what I say to people, too, is, like, when people judge me for what I do, I'm like, you know what, just because you don't want to do it doesn't make me a bad person. I don't want to be a garbage man. I don't want to do certain, I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to do these things. It doesn't make that person dirty, in my opinion, because I don't want to do what they're doing. It doesn't make them a bad person, like, at all. It's just not my cup of tea. And I find that, like, yeah, there's so many people that just, have such an opinion and they think that their opinion matters on it when it's like you could simply just scroll away or turn off the podcast or you know what I mean and just avoid it but we live in such like a poor me generation now I think too that everybody's like hey I don't like that so I'm telling you that I don't like that and you have to change what you're doing in order to make me feel better about myself exactly
0: <laughs> it's like the insecurities of some nah, people yeah. they, they feel like they have to belittle other people to make themselves feel better about themselves like I like exactly. like I'm going to knock you down to my like level and I'm going to make you feel you know why insecurity so that we like some at some way in their mind they feel that they're on an equal level and it's just like you know you know how I get to that point when I feel like I need to be you know better about myself I don't be little people I just turn on like Jerry Springer or like the Maury Povich show like I just <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs> I watch those like... people and I'm like you know what like I feel a hundred thousand times better about myself because I could be I, I could be that open. person who doesn't know who their fucking baby daddy is. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> And I mean I know some of that stuff is, you know, I know some of that stuff is scripted, but still <laughs> oh, it's just it. like it, life's not so bad. You could be, you know, no. this girl who's just had twenty guys tested on Maury and none of them are their baby dad. It's like holy shit, like how many fucking dudes were you fucking in a nine nine month span that you don't know who the daddy is
1: yeah, no. So exactly, like no, and there's so many things like that. Like people are fucking my lives are literal shit shows, and I'm just out here fucking myself for a living. Like, wee. <laughs> <laughs> so bad.
0: It's it's like I, I I guess we could just say it's like it's a controlled shit show. You know what I mean? Like if you want, like if oh exactly if people want to like criticize and want to be judgmental, it's like okay, we'll we'll come to a compromise here. We'll just call that I have a controlled <laughs> shit show. Okay, since you think my life is a shit show, and it's so fucked up. It's controlled shit show. That's what I'm going to roll with. Exactly.
1: I have a handle on it,
0: so that's what matters. <laughs> so um, you mentioned it's easier for you to be single in the world that you are, in the business that you are. And I totally get it. I totally understand that. You know, It's, it's funny because we always have this topic come up when we have people that are in the adult industry. And I'm like, what's it like to date in the adult industry? And they're like, most of them say they don't because – it just it always seems like the cool thing at first and then you know time goes by and it's like okay that person can't deal with this or it was a cool thing to brag about to their boys that i'm fucking you know scarlet summer you know yeah and then it becomes you know insecurities start kicking in so
1: and that's exactly it too i right now i am seeing like i have a boyfriend right now and he is amazing about what I do, he's down for whatever, he's, like, obviously not into certain things, but he's not a foot guy, but he's like, oh, they want to see a foot fighter so, like, yeah, you can drink off my dick, like, I don't give a fuck, like, very open with it right now, he doesn't care, like, I've always especially from up here like where i'm at it does add to the dating with this because people are like holy fuck everybody's seen her so kind of all the boys know who she is so everybody can go have a look already so i've always dealt with guys kind of not wanting to be in my um like from around here if i'm filming with them and stuff they don't really want to be in my content or have their face sync, so they're like holy fuck somebody everybody else is gonna know it's me and then they're subjected to the same shit that i get all the time and they're like oh my and god that's cannot handle that <laughs> And that's something I get. So with this guy, he's actually so open. Like, first of all, he was like, man, I don't, your, your last up video, he's like, not, not even what I want for standard. He's like, we're throwing me up on Pornhub. So like, I could be on your Pornhub. Like, totally like, okay with it. Super open. Like, I actually adore the kid. He's Awesome with it, but in the past, I have had guys that, and more often than not, it starts out as yeah, it's kind of like, oh, it's cool, um, my girlfriend does this, or like they kind of brag about it to their buddies and they treat me like I always get treated like one of the boys at first. And I'm very like, because I, I find that like, girls are harder for me to get along with, I do interact with guys more and their buddies. So they'll kinda like send like say like a risky snap of like I because I don't care about D like all of a sudden like we'll be hanging out and I'll be like, Oh, like yeah, like you know, like throw the flasher slasher t- tits or something like that and I like make a joke and I'll kinda go with it. And at first it's funny when I'm hanging out with a guy and he thinks it's cool, he's like, Yeah, like that's my girlfriend, like she's a porn star, she's flash kids tits and then six months down the road same comment gets made and he's like, What the fuck, man, you wouldn't like if I said that about your fucking girlfriend and it's like where it's, I found it's like where does that line kinda get blurred and like I feel like a lot of the time people are I that I've dated have been just not very mature about their communications with how it made them feel because like I don't I'm never going to tiptoe around someone with my job but but at the same time I'm never like I don't lie about it. Like I'm i always very open when I start seeing someone, so it's always very confusing when when they kinda switch their shit up. And that's always what I've dealt with. But no honestly this is like the best (laughs) best track record so far with this and I'm How long how long have you
0: been with the current guy? How long has it been so
1: far? Um, we've only been seeing each other for a rough, fuck, just about five months, I guess now. Holy shit. Yeah, just about five months we've been together. But it's, so no, it's still, like, a newer one that's my opinion, too. But honestly, like, the way that he is, he's so open about it. I actually... That we have, like, communicated our certain things. So, like, with him, he's okay with filming, and I film, like, he doesn't mind if I film with other women kind of idea, and I don't mind if we bring another girl in for filming with us. But it's been communicated, like, hey, like, I don't, I'm not really comfortable with you filming with other male partners. And I'm like, that's yeah, okay, because I wouldn't be comfortable if you were out just fucking chicks. And I get, I'm getting paid for it. But it's like a communicated thing as opposed, but like, and we had to have a chat because I had one of actually my favorite porn stars messaged me a while ago from down in LA and he was asking if I wanted to work with him and stuff. And that was kind of like one of those things that popped up, but I don't know. I feel like in sex working relationships, I I'm always going to be making money somehow with what I'm doing. And yes, there's going to be certain opportunities that I don't want to decline where it's like, I will communicate that. But I feel like, like in any relationship, there's just, got to be compromised i'm not going to bend over and not do what i do for work but i will be understanding about somebody's feelings in it and be like hey as much as you're you're going to literally be okay with all your buddies like seeing and knowing what i do like you're completely like you, you're proud of me and like i'm used to people not being like that so as long as you're like happy with all that you have no bitching and there's one thing that you might not like that i do i can not do that and i think we'll be fine <laughs> like So that's my best way to look at it. Like, 100%, it is easier when I'm single just because I can, like, be like, hey, I'm just going to film with this dude or this dude, but I do actually find it harder because a lot of the guys are like, oh, I'm going to film with you, and then they're super pussy about it, or they get very gun-shy when it comes to filming. And that just happens. Then people don't realize that every guy thinks they can be a porn star, and I'm like, these male talents are boring. You have to be able to get a hard-on on on command, man, and it's not as easy as you think when cameras come out. Like, Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, I'm very blessed Mm -hmm. that my boyfriend is happy to do that and i've gotten pretty good feedback with our content and everything but definitely has been in times where i've had the same
0: <laughs> now what is like the cutoff time for like on average i mean you say you've dated guys and it be x amount of months where it's cool and then you get to a certain point like do you get nervous like it's been five months or like are you just like do you still think about like oh my god like i'm just waiting for like that other foot to dr- and a shoe to drop where it's going to be like all right He's chill now, but, like, we're heading to the five-month mark, and it's usually around this times when shit gets changed. Are you just not?
1: Yeah, and that's (laughs) – no, for sure. And that's it. Like, I right now, like, I'm not, like – that's why I feel so good about this because normally I'd be, like, seeing signs, I feel like, by this point where people get more defensive. But it seems like he more or so is encouraging me more and more. Even, like, I told him about this, and he's like, that's so cool, babe. Like, I'm so excited for you. (laughs) Like, I'm so stoked about it. Um, But – uh, yeah, normally I find that it caps out by, like, the year I'm, like, done and over with the relationship. I'm, like, because it's, like, it'll go really good for the first, yeah, like, half the year, like, six months. And then at that point, that's when, every like, the comments kind of start coming. And it's, like, oh, I know how you talk to guys on your phone or this or this. You know, like, the little insecurities are, like, hey, you had that. Like, I had a point of account before when I was dating this other guy. And I had one video up on it, and he got upset about me. Like, I told him it was up there when he was seeing me. I had it up before I dating him. It was up for two weeks, and us, like, kind of starting to see each other. And then he, like, got upset because all his friends could go watch it. And so, of course, that got removed. So I've dealt with, like, yeah, them kind of just folding over. But so far, so good. There's none of that. I'm not too worried about it because he seems, like, he's definitely one of my older boyfriends, most of my boyfriends, because, I like you did say, I am still pretty young. Like, I'm 21, most of my boyfriends have been, like, yeah, let's say 20. Three around that area twenty one twenty three my age um but he's twenty six and he seems to have a little bit more of a i find as they get older a little bit more maturity when it comes to that kind of thing, they realize. It's not about everybody's looking at your girlfriend. It's about, hey, you get to date the hot piece of ass that everybody's drinking off to <laughs> you, and you're the only one that gets to hit it. So, <clears> so it's, it's like the COVID part. It's like what like. they're
0: saying, the flattening, flattening of the curve here. So it's just like you get to a certain point. Like, yeah. he's, he's doing good. He's flattening the curve. You know what I mean? Like, we're not seeing any spikes in, like, jealousy or negativity coming from him. So he's, oh, he's exactly. doing well.
1: Yeah, that's why I get to put it in my butt so much. I guess you could say, <laughs> but, yeah. You <laughs> if you well behave, so you
0: can put it in my butt, but only if you behave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now you, you mentioned he's twenty-six. Like, what? Who's the oldest that you've dated? Like boyfriend-wise? Like, like I would say, like a serious relationship, not like a one-off, like sugar daddy or you know, a one-off, like we just fucked thing. But yeah.
1: Um, serious relationship-wise, okay, so, that I actually dated, I was 18 when I was dating somebody, who was 24, so that was about a six-year gap, and I was with him for a while, like, he bought me a promise ring, he wanted, this is when I was still kind of just doing camming, so he very much wanted me to be, like, housewife, pop out babies, and I was like, okay, I know, no, no, this is not, not the shit for me, so that was, like, more of, like, six years was a kind of gap but I did have this funny but I had a girl that annoyed me a little while ago back in the day and so she made some pretty rude comments about me and so I ended up fucking her dad um and I wasn't necessarily I wouldn't say like a relationship where we dated but I kept a fucking like I'd say over he was in his 40s if not like early 50s and he wasn't necessarily, like, I wouldn't say my boyfriend, but, yeah, more of a sugar daddy base, but still, like, not. Like, I was going and visiting him, actually seeing him, like, you take me out and stuff. So that was another one. So, yeah, it's like, don't fuck with me or I'll be your stepmom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that would be more of my older one where I kind of kept up, like, a consistent talking to. It wasn't like a, hey, I just talk to you when I need money kind of thing. Uh-huh.
0: Now, how did you know this girl?
1: But... How, did, I, How what? did you know
0: this girl? Like, you said she was talking shit to you and everything. Like, is she somebody you knew from school? Or?
1: Oh, so I just knew small towns. Yeah, small towns. Actually, I well, I moved two hours over from my original hometown. So this girl I just knew through moving here. I actually personally didn't even know her that well. I knew of her, kind of. I'd met her once. And just because, like, again, small towns, everyone's like, oh, that girl's a hoe, start sorting your mouth, like, kind of saying how. Huh? And it actually happened that she, I think, had hooked up with someone that I had mutually hooked up with, and she knew. And the guy ended up telling me that he, she was giving him a blowjob, and she looked up and was like, oh, I bet I suck dick way better than Scarlett does. And like tried to make like a comment about it because I don't know like how you said the insecurity like girls will compare themselves to like whatever's happening with me and so I just remember being like man I'm very flattered that you thought of me while you were giving a blow job <laughs> but no it was just kind of like a petty petty immature thing when I was younger and I was like No, what, fuck it like if you want to be if you want to be immature like we you want to act funny we're gonna act hilarious like let's do this <laughs> so how did her dad get so involved so that was kind of how that, so, I kind of, in small towns, I knew him kind of, I had heard his dad, her dad kind of had a thing for younger girls already, that he was, like, kind of into, and he had more of a luxurious lifestyle, so I honestly had just ended up making, I saw him comment on a Facebook comment of a mutual friend, and it was, like, her talking about getting a face tattoo, and he was, like, trying to give her shit for no ta- he doesn't like tattoos, and I was like, oh, like, anybody, like, you should get your face tattoo, if anybody doesn't like it, they can, like, suck my left tit, and he comment because I was being the woman I am being like all right I know how men work um it, within minutes he replied to the comment being like oh I'll happily do it and then hopped into my inbox from there like I didn't I knew what I was doing and he I don't think he even realized that I knew what I was doing at the time. <laughs> and so like yeah I was like you're in the sights and we're yeah <laughs> going for the kill here so um now, did so yeah, he ended up messaging did, me and then he, and I just kinda yeah. Did he
0: know you and your, his daughter were like you and his daughter were like having like this little like squirrel or this little beef going or?
1: Not at first. Not at first, no. Um he didn't even know that I knew his daughter for the first little bit and then he mentioned her and I was like, Oh yeah, her, blah, blah, blah. Kind of like touched on it and then he wanted me to come to like your New Year's party and meet her. And that's when I was like, Hey, I had to let you know something.
0: <laughs> I'm only this is <laughs> <It's> revenge just... <inaudible> sex, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then I see, and I kept that part to myself. I was like, you're an angel. I just didn't know at first that you were her dad. <laughs> <laughs> Little Fred I am. But, yeah, I don't know. It worked out very well. He, yeah, he used to buy me a lot of things, that's for sure. So, so take me through
0: the details of this. <laughs> like, so he inboxed you, and then, like, how did you initiate where you were going to meet? And then, like, was it just, like, you meet, and he just, like, um, bam, bam, like, you start he fucking? He asked
1: me if I wanted to go. Yeah, they were kind of, like, having drinks over at his place one night, and I was younger, and I was, like, he just asked me, he's, like, oh, we're doing, like, tequila night at my place, we'll, like, want to come over, and he has, like, some younger friends, too, and so, came over there, we did tequila, right, and I kind of, like, that's how I got to know him, and then he invited me out to dinner one night, and, like, was just, like, yeah, pulling cash out, doing that, and then, of course, my little ho-ass was, like, oh, my God, okay, and just yeah, ended up going back to his place, and of course I already had the motivation that I was gonna probably do it, so it was kind of just like icing on the cake, and it was that simple for <laughs> me, yeah, I guess. But I don't know, it was yeah, and then we just kind of like he want like he kind of kept up talking to me. He bought me my stripper pole, which was like a seven hundred dollar X pole. Like he's definitely that was my Christmas present actually. But yeah, no, we just kind of kept up contact. Only recently I broke things off just because he's always kind of been like we're respectful of, if i'm seeing someone but yeah he was not very respectful of this one i don't think so i think you get a little bit jealous so yeah because his <laughs> pussy was walking away
0: from him like he's like damn like I, exactly like i just lost my fucking subscription here like <laughs> um yeah, there you go exactly so um, um you, you, yeah. you do the videos like you said for your your different social media platforms and websites and everything and, like, so you only currently shoot with your current boyfriend, like, or does there, or do you have, like, a little small list of guys that have been approved?
1: I don't, no, I only shoot with my current boyfriend now, but I do shoot with a bunch, like, when it, well, once this COVID's over, I'll be able to actually start doing that again. But there's a girl in town that does it as well for, like, does um, camming more so in, like, videos, and she has a premium snap, so I shoot with her, and then normally I will travel down south. To, like Vancouver area, and I have linked up with a couple girls down there as well. So, this summer, my plans were originally that I was going to road trip kind of through the BC and kind of go through the Okanagan all the way down to like the lower mainland Vancouver area and just kind of link up with all these different girls. Like, I had a couple like girl girl sons and things lined up, and now I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, it's mainly just my boyfriend. I do have, like, he's okay that I have, like, I have pre-film content with other people. Like, I have, like, older men that I've hooked up with, other guys, my random kindergates, things like that. My more taboo content. He doesn't care that I have that. I'm like, I'm going to stop file my shit because all well, these boys were in the picture at one point or something and they're not there now. Yeah. So like, there's clearly, just might as well like keep a hold of all my stuff just in case. But So
0: do you consider you know, yourself is, to be a, bisexual then? I mean, you mentioned all these other girls, like, are you openly bisexual? Oh, hundred percent. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know if it was yeah, like a sexual know, thing. Head. Like, like, are you like, were you, have you oh, dated no. or are you open to dating or is it just, you know, just for.
1: I see. And that's, I find it's more of a sexual thing that way. Like, I'm I'm not as attracted to girls, like, when it comes to, like, a relationship-wise. I love hooking up with them. It makes me, like, I find it so hot, like, hooking up with girls. My first time actually hooking up with a girl was on camera. The first every time, like, I always had wanted to. Like, I made out with them in high school when I was young, things like that, but never really got to go past that. And high school, because I live in such a small town. It was very taboo for girls to kind of hook up still. And, like, you know, like, you go to the parties and chicks are like, fuck yeah, like, we're going to go fuck in the bathroom or something. Like, that's not, like, way more common now. But, so I never really got to have those experiences. I didn't, like, go to college. Like, that whole stereotypical shit. Like, I didn't do any of that. And I didn't really move out of, like, my small town to go party. So that's how kind of how I got into it was sex work. But I'd always watch, like, porn. Always into that when it was lesbian porn. Like, very into that kind of shit. So when I switched into it, it was, like, right away. just clicked me, and, like, I enjoy it so much. I've obviously hooked up with chicks on and off camera now, too. But I find it's just more of a sexual thing. I like bringing a chick in, like, with with my boyfriend. Like, that kind of stuff would be more fun. But I find that, yeah, no, I like to date boys. I like to fuck girls. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite thing
0: sexually with girls? I mean, are you the uh, giver? Are you the taker? Are you more aggressive, you know, submissive?
1: Honestly, I find that, like, I'm more aggressive with girls because I've actually, I find more often than not, when it comes to girls, I'm one of the girls that there's, like, their first time hooking up with or their first time doing, like, they have a boyfriend or something, like, the girl that I film with here, she's got a fiancé. So every time, like, I don't know, I feel like she's pretty timid too, but, like, it was her first time using a double-ended dildo with me, and then I think the other, like, three or four girls that I filmed with, it was all their first time. So I've kind of been, like the teacher with it a little bit too so like I don't know it's kind of different because I am so submissive when it comes to sex with guys normally like I've been dominant I've used a strap on on dudes and things like I've done all of it but I find that I prefer to be the submissive one so when it comes to women it's definitely different that I can kind of like switch roles but I find that I switch to like I don't know. It's back and forth, but I fucking love going down on the girls. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so funny because me and my boyfriend will talk about that all the time now, and I like talk about going down on me, and I'll be like, "Yeah, trust me, I go down on chicks. I enjoy it. I get it. I get it." <laughs> <laughs> what what's,
0: what attracts you to women? What is attractive to you? Like, do you have a certain style look? Is it attitude?
1: I honestly, I think a big thing is attitude. Like, there's a lot of girls. Like, most of the girls that I've hooked up with are more petite, like myself. Like, I'm a pretty small girl. I'm like hundred. 15 pounds right now it's the biggest I've been in a while fuck and that's not even big that's not me trying to say that that's just myself being like go me <laughs> but um I'm very petite uh small and I do like tattooed girls I love ink chicks but I find like I have like no nationalities anything like that that are like my preference when it comes to girls like yeah it's more so how I vibe with them there's been certain girls that I've hooked up with like and especially on camera I can tell that like they're not as into it because it's more so you can tell they're just doing it for the views and for the paying like they're not really into girls they're just like hey this is what I'm getting requested to do Mm -hmm. as opposed to other girls where like you really get into it and actually like enjoy each other so that's more so what's appealing to me. But yeah, like I fucking will sit there and I'll be like showing my boyfriend things on Instagram. I'm like, look at this chick. She's so thick. Like, oh my God, I wish. And he's just like, that's not my thing. Like, you know, and I'm just like, I love all chicks. Like, fuck it. But I find if I go to a strip club or something, more often than not, it's usually the tiny, tattooed girls that are coming in for club dances Me. me. So. Is there
0: any celebrity <laughs> <don't know>. crushes <laughs>
1: that like you have?
0: Like, is there a celebrity girl that you're um, like, if I could, like I, like, I definitely wouldn't get with her.
1: Fuck, and I honestly, celebrity girls, i find like, hmm, fuck. Okay, celebrity girls, like, I guess, I don't know if you consider her a celebrity, like, I consider her one, but I don't know if you've ever heard of Taylor White. She's not an actual, she's sex worker celebrity, style kind of, though. But she's on Instagram, she's fucking gorgeous, like, oh, my God, hips for days. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, she's super fucking hot. I find that most of my celebrity crushes tend to still be kind of sex worker-based, because, I don't know, I think I like more, more out there chicks too, is a big thing. Girls that are more, have the wild side to them. Like, I don't like, when girls are very tame and crude, um, like, like, that, that sounds so mean for me to say, but it's very true.
0: Now, did you ever um, like, think about doing full-fledged porn? Like, have, I mean, obviously you've been probably approached by, you know, production companies like Brassers, and, you know, Bang Bros and stuff like that. I'm sure, you know, things have trickled along your radar. Have you ever really thought about doing mainstream or what people consider mainstream porn?
1: I I have in a sense because like I I think it would be awesome to get the exposure, but in my experience of what I've seen with porn stars just in being sex work in sex work for just about 4 years now, they have a very short shelf life compared to cam girls and other girls on the internet. I find that when you're in porn, you have like there's some girls like don't get me wrong like Riley Reid some of these chicks but those aren't even OGs like there's even crazier girls that I've like seen in the day in porn but even those girls like Riley Reed's relevant but say a couple months ago I saw her so much more on my timeline and now um, like she like she was number one porn star and now she's dropped at third which is still amazing but now there's another girl that's the hot topic right and it just kind of cycles through it I find and like me Khalifa being a prime example that was like it blew up for how long and then she turns around and there was like is done with that into a different occupation but i find that girls are in mainstream porn and i've noticed do it more so and it's like a short-term thing and there's some girls that can do it long-term because you see the difference between girls that do it and they're just on film and they're getting fucked and they're getting paid for it and then you see girls like i like i'm listing off crushes here with like kiss of sins like girls like that who actually like Act, like they're not even acting they just have that porn star like you know what I mean they command so much attention on camera you're like holy fuck these lines that are coming out of your mouth the way you are <laughs> working that dick like you can just tell some girls can keep in the industry because they know what the fuck they're doing and then there's other girls that I find that hop into porn and they just kind of are in porn because they're like, Oh, I thought I was going to make money on Pornhub. And then you find out that unless you are actually like, <laughs> getting paid the big bucks for all your filming and shit. You're not really making much on there. And it's, and it's, so, and it's, and it's like you said,
0: because people, people got to be smart about their hustle. A lot of people, like you mentioned, think that it's yeah. simple that you just, you know, I'm just going to set up a webcam, you know, sign up for an account. Um, I don't know what it's like in Canada. I don't know if you need like a license to do this type of stuff, but like some people.
1: Yeah. You well, not a, No, Mm-mm. you just have to be of age kind of and log in. So mm-hmm. like, it's the same. Like we can log in with our fucking, you have to have your ID and your picture and sign up on everything. But yeah, it's, I hear it so often, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to, like, they ask me all the time, how much money do you make on PornUp? And it's like, okay, well, I'm not even, like, I don't do actual professional videos. So I just huck a few up, and it's based on views. And I'm like, I'm going to tell you right now, it's nothing compared to every other website that I'm making money on. But because these people are just so exposed to just the classic generic, this is where people make money, they just assume that that's, like, how you do it. And you're like, no, no, no. Or they're like, oh, I'm going to sell panties. And you're like, hey, it's is that I sell, like, maybe a pair or two of panties a month compared to my videos, my everything else. Like, that is such a small portion of the amount of people that, like, are into these things, right? So it's the same with porn. Like, I've just, yeah, I've noticed noticed so many people, like, come and go. I find male models stay in it a little bit longer. But, yeah, just to me, I think, like, I I truly believe that if I – with and got into porn I probably wouldn't be still doing sex work like right now like I feel like looking at what I'm doing like people always ask like oh, what are you gonna do when you get older and I'm like honestly I could do camming or OnlyFans and stuff until my late 30s trust me like until like you can be mature in doing it there's always a demand and for it in this fucking community but I find that with porn it's kind of like you get into it as like you are the teeny bopper or you look like this or it's like kind of the MILF like everybody's got that genre and once you kind of grow out of that genre, you don't really keep going with it. Yeah. So it's a little bit different, like with girls that I know that have done camming. All of a sudden, they get pregnant, and they kind of can still keep doing it because then they go into the like pregnancy thing. But then everybody knows she had a baby because they've literally watched it. You kind of get to have more of that relationship with them. I find because you interact with girls on OnlyFans, Snap, all these things on a one-on-one basis, as opposed to watching that girl and being like, "That's the chick that's getting fucked on." Are all like on Pornhub as well, right? Mm-hmm. I find that like, there's more of a demand for everybody wanting an online girlfriend or this or this, so well, well, I one definitely the, I think what will we'll
0: stick around porn I was going to say, well one of the things I think is is really cool, I mean first mm-hmm. off you mentioned Kiss of Sins, who first off just shout out to Kiss of Sins, like I know her she's like a sweetheart of a girl like there are certain oh my god I'm so jealous <laughs> she's been on the podcast <laughs> a couple of times, like her and Johnny are like, like, they're just like they know what the fuck they're doing and there's people out there who...
1: Literally, and I'm their relationship is fire. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I just watched the content. I'm like, I fucking wish. You guys bring so many hot people into your life. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> like, she honestly, like, I, I probably, when she was on the podcast, she may have been, might have been one of her first ever, uh, you know, like, podcast interviews. And you could just tell from the first time that you spoke to her and that she just, she knew what she was doing you know like it was building a brand oh, it's not yeah. so much like you said quick pay like people like if you go into this with the mindset that you're just trying to make a quick cash out like that's when you find struggles and not the not the
1: oh yeah it'll up and yeah it and
0: not to blow you up and gas you all up but i'm sitting here and i'm listening to you talk and i'm like wow i don't know if it's because she's canadian and they're just so much you know more chill than us or the fact that it's just like <laughs> you being 21 years old and you're like you don't talk, like, you could tell, like, like, you're just mature with what you're doing. And like, you're smart about the moves and the decisions you make. Like, that's really cool. I just, you know, I just want to compliment you. And I think that's really cool that you're like, you're so comfortable in your, yourself that you have this mindset, you know what you want to do. Like, it's not something that you, you know, you're feeling defeated by. Like, you're just, I, if anybody that's listening would not believe that you're only 21 because you just speak like like you speak like an
1: OG like
0: you've been doing this.
1: <laughs> you got you got me blushing over here. Thank you. <laughs> honestly, that's the nicest thing to hear because that's just I work so hard to try and like honestly. Every girl in sex work is gonna say there's like slow parts and stuff, but like yeah, to try and stay motivated, be have a level head with all of this, and just be like as like you said, mature, but like well worded with everything I'm doing and trying to be like use my head about it like I always talk to my my mom's like what are you gonna do after this but she knows what I do but she's like what are you gonna do after this like are you ever gonna like you know get a job <laughs> and it's like hey mom I have a job but I always talk to her like I could go to business school mom because basically what I do is running a business and I'm like and then I could like you know apply that to what I do like I always want to like do better at this but I like being my own boss and fucking hustling for myself and honestly, yeah, no, it's just the biggest compliment because I do find there's so many girls that get into this, especially even at my age that are just like, oh, because like, I'm pretty, I'm going to get paid. And I'm like, you are fucking gorgeous, honey. And don't worry, like, I don't doubt that there are going to be men that just want to pay to see you naked. But yeah, like, it just means a lot and, for someone to be like, oh, yeah, like, you like, you know what you're yeah, doing. <laughs> and I
0: felt so like I feel and I, I just got to confess this now because I felt I feel like such an asshole because like I already had passed judgment on you. And I try not to judge people, you know, but I'm like, I knew you were, you know, younger. I didn't know your exact age, but I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like she's, like, a big, like, weed fan, she's from Canada, she's got a bunch of tats, she does porn, and she's younger, I'm like, okay, I've had guests on the show, and I'm not gonna mention names, because I'm not trying to throw shade on anybody, but I've had guests on the show that are just, like, have no personality, and it's just, like, trying to bring, like, that personality out of somebody, you're like, okay, like, I hope this isn't one of those podcasts where this girl's just, like, a fucking, like, high off her ass, lame, Yeah, yeah, like a fucking doped-up airhead that just, like, is like, I like dick. I want to suck dick. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel bad because I'm like, holy no, shit. No, I like... totally
1: get that. Oh, fuck. Nah. It's to- honestly, <laughs> to make you feel better. My literal boyfriend that I'm dating, we matched her on Tinder and when he was picking me up, he's like, fuck, he's go with me. He's like, this chick's young. That she's an entertainer of sorts, like she does like sex work, like she's like she's super like on her social media, like like she's gonna be some bimbo that <laughs> just comes and talks, and it's gonna be like oh my god my Instagram this and like oh like I guess talked I get paid for it and this was like total like he expected the same thing and like I got the exact same like wording from him being like wow like you are not the same way that I expected yeah, you to be. you actually have like somewhat weird. of a personality because I
0: feel wrong for like making that <laughs> judgment on you because I kind of pride myself in not being the type to judge people because I'm like I do a fucking podcast where a majority of my guests are adult entertainers like i said so it's like i have no room or place to judge anybody because i'm sure people judge me every fucking second and if they don't judge me like that's kind of like upsetting because <laughs> because i feel like i'm not getting any kind of reaction if you're not judging me um
1: yeah, no, it's like damn i'm not even i'm not even worthy <laughs> enough to
0: be judged like that
1: sucks but yeah you're not even giving me an opinion yeah, yeah. no but i totally to me like i i hear it so often like especially i've been meeting more and more people throughout my boy through my boyfriend's friend group too and they're all older than me and they've known me throughout the town before but they never really interact with me and every person is the same thing they're like wow like i never talked to you because i know what you do and i kind of like know you're younger and i just yeah i saw that you were going to be completely different and every time they're like you're just you're a nice person and i'm like yeah and I, to me what i tell people though is like obviously like i just i never take offense to it because i find that like i try to not judge people like you said yourself like i'm like because of like what we do and things like you're like who am i to judge anybody but at the same time i try to not hold any like wedges or like even like upset whatever fucking word i'm trying to use mm-hmm. <laughs> judge to people who do have like a pr- presumed opinion of me because honestly like it's just that's what happens when you're in this kind of work and you're like, do what I do and you have like the personality and you're posting the shit I do on the internet. So I definitely don't take any offense to it whatsoever. Well, it's
0: definitely a testament to you because I'm sure if someone like me, who's had many guests of the adult world on my podcast, if I had that judgment, I can only assume and imagine that people who don't partake in this type of, you know, entertainment, what they might be thinking of you. So In a way, you're kind of like uh, bashing a stereotype because I'm sure there's people out there who are probably not ever going to listen to this podcast. But if they ever did, somehow lasted this long to the podcast, (laughs) would be saying to themselves, like, oh, my God, like, fuck her. She's just this little, like, fucking porn slut. And in a way, you kind of embrace the title of porn slut. But you're showing.
1: Oh, happily. Yeah. <laughs> but you're
0: showing that you're not. There's a lot more to you. And I'll be honest with you right now. I'm like, I'm probably more turned on the fact that you do have a personality and are like so headstrong that I'm like, <laughs> you know what? That's more attractive than the fact that she's just shoving you know Canadian bacon up her ass. You know what I mean? Like,
1: <laughs> exactly. No, I totally get what you mean. A hundred percent fuck no i oh, fuck my stone ass i was about to say something i'm like we're supposed to go but well, that's a good segue because i do want to talk uh, about
0: that as well so i mean i know today is four twenty 20 and like you're you know again with it seems like with everything that you do you don't you don't you're not shy about it you just kind of just do it and just say fuck it i don't really care what people think um so you you're you're yeah. an advocate for you know uh, recreational use. <laughs> so um, oh, heck yeah. how, how much do you smoke in a day?
1: Um, honestly, it fluctuates. I find the best way to put it is like I buy normally a quarter pound of weed a month. <laughs> so like four ounces, so about an ounce a week. So it's not too bad. Lately, I've been trying to smoke less. I do smoke shatter and oil, and things like that as well. Like all, all the different stuff. But uh, yeah, I typically am having at least like six, to 20 bong tokes a day. <laughs> like, I smoke a lot of weed. But I find that it's easy for me because I am a homebody and I work from home and I I, I can be stoned while I'm working as opposed to some people... I, I could be stoned while I was serving too. Let's, let's not joke here. <laughs> but um, I can... It's a lot easier for me as opposed to other people who smoke weed and, like, they work, like, a labor job or something. You can't go to work stoned or you don't... You know, like, you got pissed ass, things like that as opposed to... I can just be high all the time and enjoy my life. I don't really have to are go you, anywhere. Are you smoking
0: more today being that it's 420? Like what is like personally, like I'm like, I'm straight edge. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't, you know, I don't, I try not to judge people who do. It's just not something that I'm into. Mm-hmm. Um, So like I have my, yeah. I have edge day, you know what, <laughs> what I mean? Where we celebrate <laughs> our day. So it's kind of like the opposite of your day. It's, kind of, like the, it, it's <laughs> kind of like Christmas and Hanukkah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the same thing, but different. Um so yeah. on 420 what is like something that you do to celebrate
1: <laughs> your day Well besides getting super high okay um last year I I think I clean out. I have how many bongs do I have? I think I have six or seven bongs, so I have nice big glass pieces that I've accumulated because I've been smoking weed like almost every day. I think I almost every day since I was fifteen. Like I've been smoking very consecutively. <laughs> but um, I clean out all of my bongs and I usually line them all up and I'll pack every single one of them with a toke. So there's like seven of them in front of me and I typically take them all at once for like my premium or something. I'll be like naked taking the long toast. Obviously, we have to incorporate my sex work stuff. And then, yeah, I typically do some kind of 420 show, like, right now I'm already, like, dressed for it, so after this I'll probably go do that, like, go have some kind of pot-themed something for sex, like, for my work platforms, usually I'll run, like, sales and stuff like that, and then, yeah, I get super stoned, I'll do, like, some kind of show where I masturbate, get really high while doing it, and then... I don't know, tonight, I think, um, after my boyfriend gets off work, he doesn't smoke weed either. He's not into it. I, so I told him, I was like, I'm not cooking dinner tonight. I'm ordering sushi. I'm going to be getting stoned the entire time after that. Just like, and my mom will be with me. And because he was like, oh, we can make this for dinner. I'm like, I will not be functioning enough for cooking tonight. Like, I'm happy you're functioning enough to be on
0: the podcast. So. Like, I really was really nervous. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't realize it was 420. That's why, like, I messaged you beforehand. I'm like, are you able to do this today? Like I know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Trust me. I don't want it to be like a season half I know. I, mean, I, I
1: had really, my mind, too. It's split my mind a little bit, too, because I had a bit of a busier weekend. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing that because I was about to get stoned into my show, too. So I was like, okay, we're going to hold off on getting a very stone part. I'm like, we're taking one bomb and that'll be fine. I can function off that. <laughs> like, that's okay. But, yeah, no, definitely good good timing on messaging me about yeah. that, for
0: sure. <laughs> um, do you find that um, y- you're smoking weed, does that enhance... Your sexual activity? Do you feel you need to, or you just naturally?
1: Um, I'm typically, honestly, very horny more often than not. Like, um, I don't need to have weed, but it does when I'm doing my shows and stuff. It definitely puts me in more of a mood, like that kind of way. but when it comes to sex, things like that, I actually like fine. Because you know how you get the pasties when you're smoking weed. Um, I find well, I guess you're straight, (laughs) but like you know, everybody talks about getting the pasties, mouth gets dry. Um. I find that when I'm actually having sex, I, like, have no problem getting wet more often than any other time. Like, I am fucking, like, goddamn, like, puddles. But when it comes to sex when I'm stoned, I actually struggle with getting wet because, like, not if I'm just, like, a bit, but if I'm super fucking high, it's, like, my whole body gets the fucking pages. So, like, I'd rather not be super stoned if I'm a porn or anything. But, um, more often than not, it does make things, like, enjoyable. Although, like, I just find, like, yeah, masturbation and stuff that work. Why work that way takes <laughs> more sense and then when it comes to work-wise there we go, that was a time twister with three W's Um workwise I find that like if I smoke weed and I need to do like a bunch of like stuff on my OnlyFans like posting things or like cleaning around my house and kind of getting stuff organized for custom videos shit like that if I smoke a joint or like take a couple of it makes me super focused because like I'm sure you can tell I, like, ramble like a motherfucker. I talk a lot, super fast. (laughs) I am a very, like, jumpy person. So, and I get, like, my whole head just gets, like, totally overwhelmed with stuff when I have a bunch going on. So, yeah, when I smoke weed, it almost makes me, like, calm down and just, like, focus on it and, like, make a list in my head and be, like, hey, you need to do this and this and this. Like, it's, like, definitely calming for me in that way, too.
0: I kind of feel like you need to be high when you do, like, grocery shopping so you don't forget anything.
1: Oh, fuck Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> whole
0: it keeps and me like, focused. Yeah. Like, if I'm not hot, I forget shit. Fuck.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> Except I'm buying too many fucking snacks. And we're <laughs> gonna I'm like, oh, that was great. Yeah, we're going to get that in the cart, too.
0: <laughs> no, it's awesome. Like, when we posted the teaser that you were going to be on on the website and on, you know, social media platforms, um, people that were not yeah. necessarily, you know, knowledgeable of who you were or even, you know, not saying that they weren't fans but i mean people that were unaware of you started hitting me up DMing me asking questions mm-hmm. so uh, a couple questions uh, that i got oh. um one person in me they obviously clearly must have been searching through your social media platforms or maybe they're even a subscriber to your only fans yeah. or something but they knew that you were you know a big uh, weed fan um are you strictly just weed like you don't do anything hard or anything
1: Um, yeah, see, like, I actually, I pride myself on this, like, all, I know so many people, but everybody always says this to me, they're like, you look like you do cocaine, like, especially how I talk, like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you're probably a coke whore. I've actually never done coke or anything like that. I've done molly a couple times, like, back in the day when I was partying, things like that, but other than that, yeah, no, I just, I smoke weed. I've tried to eat shrooms like, once or twice. Both times I just got sick. Other than that, I find that, like, I am younger out of a lot of my friend groups, but they'll be sitting there and they'll be talking and be like, yeah, like, I I was doing K, or, like, I fucking, like, yeah, I K hold, or this or this, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. And they're all, like, talking about their drug trips and doing sitting and I'm just like yeah, I'm just going to smoke my joint. Like, literally, like, I can sit there, like, I will make the comment happily say, like, I've had people rail cocaine off my titties and my ass because I have a nice, nice butt, and you guys can use it as a plate if you want to. Like, I don't give a shit what other people are doing. I've definitely been in those scenarios where I've seen shit, but, like, to myself, I am very, like, I smoke weed. I don't need to be doing anything else. I do drink, like, once in a while. Uh, Once in a while. I like my wine. (laughs) I drink wine. But... Other than that, yeah, no, it's just not my thing. And I always say to people too, when it comes to like cocaine, especially, like, man, if I were to do coke, you guys would be like, "Where the fuck is the off button?" Like, I just, (laughs) it's unbelievable. You can you can imagine someone like
0: me who's straight edge when people start using like the terminology for different drugs, and I'm like, I have no fucking clue what the hell this person's talking about.
1: Yeah, like, what
0: the hell is that? I'm like, I'm not even familiar with half this shit because I don't participate. I don't
1: even know what like half. Literally, though, I'm like, I know what weed is, I know what cocaine is, I know what Molly is, and I'm like, I know, like, a couple other things, and, like, all of a sudden, like, someone will be like this, or this, from I'm like... Some street that terms I that root, I never like, even heard of. Eat it... Yeah, no, I hear that so often. And it's like, I see it so much like now, like, well, I'm sure you can relate. Like, I feel like younger generations is a lot more normalized now for people doing drugs. Like when I was young, like even smoking weed when I was in high school, people were like, oh my God, you're such a fucking stoner, Like you're skid! Like, oh my God. Now nobody gives a shit about really smoking weed as much. I'm sure it's a little bit different in the States, but like Canada, like I feel like it's a lot more normalized. But, like, even hearing, like, about from my younger sibling who was in high school, like, he was telling me about all these, like, young kids that would just be at the smoke kit, like, glazing and stuff, and it wasn't even a problem. And then he started telling me about these kids that are, like, doing acid at school that are, like, 14, or, like, you're doing cocaine in the bathroom. Obviously, I came from sketchy ass school, apparently. But, um, like, stuff like that, it's so much more normalized. I see young girls that I know personally that I used to teach their dance classes when they were, like, young and now I'm seeing them doing like all these drugs at parties or showing up when they're telling me about their first time like doing meth and I'm like excuse me like what 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 the fuck like it's just like I find that even in my generation like I'm a younger generation but it's still not as normalized like yeah people do like coke once in a while and I see that but like it's not as like crazy as now like everywhere I see their jokes and like I even TikTok I was scrolling through my TikTok and there will be like these memes and people will be like oh like why why are you up late? Why is this? And then there'll be like a little 16 year old girl's head that pops up and she's like, cause I do Coke. And you're like, excuse me, what? Excuse me, little girl. (laughs) My mom would fuck me. Where is your mother? Yeah. Yeah. I want to delete the app. (laughs) Fuck me. Burn it. Put fire. We're done. Oh shit. So yeah, it's definitely different. I grew up in a time where it wasn't cool for everybody to do drugs. So I feel like it's a little bit more normalized now, but I'm just like, I just, I tend to stay away from it Gotcha. and i tell my friends i'm like i don't judge you guys tell me what you're doing and i want to know that you're safe like i'm the kind of person that i want to have like shit on hand to make sure i can help you out but other than that i'm like i could literally get it's dangerous i I don't need to have it in my body
0: you see so many different people that are like taking like unprescribed like opioids and shit and you know people passing away from bad perks and i'm like i don't know i mean just fortunately for me, like I've always been kind of, you know, the straight edge guy that I don't really, I don't, I never felt the need to take anything to, you know, make myself feel enhanced in any form of, you know, relaxation yeah. or, you know, feeling, you know, more entertaining or whatever. I just never had to, you know, so, um, yeah, it's crazy, but like you said, there's a lot of like weird shit out there. So, um, And I don't want to mention any of the names of people that send me these messages and asking questions because I don't really know what they partake in, you know, like to each their own. It's all I can say to that. Um, Another guy wanted to know if, if in your personal life, like how often do you get to enjoy like sex in your personal life? If it's not like, is it always shooting or do you get to have sex with your boyfriend or any of your girlfriends just as normal?
1: Like more of just normal, yeah, casual. Um, I honestly find that I film one like I try to film like once a week or something like that with my boyfriend. Other than that, like I, typically are have like we have sex like every day kind of idea. Day, idea, it's not more than once a day. Obviously, some like people I feel like need to realize this, and I'm fucking so thankful that he does. But like. It's not, like, it's not unhealthy to not have sex every day in a relationship, too. Like, he'll you know, be, like, tired from work and I've been fucking, literally, like, fucking myself for, like, six different customs all day. And I'm like, there's no way that I need you to clap my shaking cheeks you now. Let's go to bed. Like, of things, right? So there will be days that we don't have sex, but it's not because of, like, oh, like this or that. Like, I have pretty regularly sex with him. I, uh, more often than not, though, it's actually of us having sex and like I there's been times that he's like oh like do you want to film this and stuff and then I tell him I'm like honestly as much as I do want to make money off of it I do want to just enjoy getting to be here with you too and I think that was something that did ruin one of like my past relationships too is because one of my boyfriends I was always like okay well like I want to film it I want to film it and he would be like hey well can we just like fuck though like and that I was kind of after hearing that, I was like, oh, yeah, like maybe it makes someone feel like you're kind of being used if <laughs> you're constantly just being like, yeah, I want to film your dick. like let me I'm use just it. a rented dick that, <laughs>
0: you know, was on film every so often.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So that's why, yeah, no, I like to kind of switch it up. And that way, too, that like we do have like nights that like we'll like just, you know, have like a night to ourselves where we'll like drink together and kind of just hang out. And I have like go into my one room and just like film for like five hours, stay up and just like enjoy each other's company, right? And that's like I find makes it better too because then we can kind of brainstorm different things. It's not always just the same. Like, hey, my are, like all my subscribers are just seeing me getting fucked. Like, obviously that's fun, but I like to do like I've done like he's tied me to a chair or like we're, I like to do different kind of styles of it, right? So instead of just the same fucking like, ooh, couple different angles, me fucking getting strapped on. <laughs> no, that's that... part of my terminology. I talk so much. <laughs> well, that kind of segues
0: into my the question I wanted to ask too was, um, what. What's the craziest thing in your mind um, that you've done in your personal life or on film? I mean, a lot of people watch your stuff and, like, what may seem common to you may be some off-the-wall shit to the Waltons of the world that are like, you know, (laughs) like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's doing this crazy shit, so...
1: Okay, well, okay, on the more, like, my not thinking of this crazy stuff, it's like, um, and this is more of my public stuff, um, that's, like, seen online, I've definitely fucked myself with a bunch of different things, obviously, vegetable-wise, like, I've got corn the cowl, like, all those different ones, there's been a lot of things, food-wise, popsicles, lollipops, like, <laughs> a lot of stuff, where girls are like, oh my god, is your pussy okay, like, and I'm like, trust me, sweetie, she's okay, and she's getting paid for, we're good, but... <laughs> <laughs> she's being compensated so that, very well. It- <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's like taboo on its own end, but then, like, on my own personal life, some of like, okay, so I, my first ever threesome I'd ever had was actually recently, like, last year. Um, because I, again, coming from a small town, like, it was just more taboo and it was never really an option. And especially, like, my, dr- I still have never had a threesome with just the chicken I do. Like, I always have, like, girls around, like, guys and stuff like that. Like, I've had a foursome and things like that, but I've never just had, like, a, chicken a dude like to myself and I fucking wish but I've had like multiple threesomes with two guys but it's just not common around here but for the threesome with the two guys my first one I ever had I knew the one guy but the other guy I never met I didn't know who he was it was just his buddy and um I actually didn't even get to see his face before he put his dick in my ass basically we waited um and he I was like playing with his buddy or whatever and he hadn't showed up yet and I was just like bent over waiting with my face down when he came in so i wasn't allowed to see him yet and so then he started talking before i could see him So that was pretty fucking hot and crazy because i kind of just got to talk to a complete stranger um and like i had no idea who he was and then i had yeah i got to have like my first fucking fourth so that was pretty cute like i got fucked over top of some other shit. Chick- like by her boyfriend and things like those kind of things. To myself, I'm like, yeah, like props go Scarlet, like, woo. but like again, like I feel like if I were to tell some of my vanilla friends, like obviously I don't care what they think, but some of them are like, holy fuck, like, oh my god. Um, I don't know. I feel like those are more. I feel like they're... okay, yeah, like fucking myself, um, on the side of the road too. That was another and that was pretty wild. Um, How did that in town, happen? like especially being in the small towns. Um, so I have custom videos that I get, like, requests for, and, like, obviously you gotta pay the big bucks for those ones if you want me to be doing some crazy shit, but, yeah, so I had my car, and, like, I've done, like, public in my car before, like, no biggie, whatever, but this one, um, he requested that I get out of my car on the side of the road completely naked and blindfold myself in the front of my car and, like, fuck myself, and if, like, traffic came, I wasn't allowed to stop or anything, and, like, to me, like, it wouldn't be that big of a deal, like, myself, I think, if I lived in the city. I, well, obviously, I'd probably get called in a lot faster. But, like, it wouldn't be as big of a deal to me because, like, I don't know any of these people. But because I live in such a small town, like, we live in a place where, like, people, like, drama happens. And they're posting on, like, the town community bulletin board on Facebook being like, oh, my God, did you guys see this? <laughs>
0: I know so, that, like, the my God, <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I'm like, God forbid if I fucking, like, somebody drove by and recognized me because I have such, like, my knee tattoos, like, I like I have very noticeable tattoos, people know me in town, so if somebody were to snap a picture of this naked girl fucking just getting her nut in front of her vehicle and post it on the fucking buy and or something, like, everybody would be like, holy shit, we know who that is, right? So that was like more of like when I do stuff like that, I find it's crazier when I do it around here as opposed to down south or like somewhere I don't know people because like, yeah, if I'm in the city, I could literally give less of the fucking shit. What am I doing? Like I will be nude around everybody, like masturbating in front of open windows. I could not care. But here I'm like, oh, gosh, I guess this would be a little bit more reserved because somebody's mom might know me or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, is there something that you will not do? I mean, you seem like you're pretty open, pretty wild. Like, like, have you ever been approached or have you ever been told or asked to do something in a custom? I mean, like, how far can money make you do things?
1: Honestly, I'm pretty much down to do anything once. I don't really do anything. I'm sure, like, talking about, like, scat and play and stuff like that. Like, I've had people ask me to, like, shit on camera and things, and that's, like, sorry to get not sexy with that, but that's not my jam, and I won't do that. I really am, like, I get people that make requests where, like, they want me to be, ra- like, kind of racist in ter- terminology and stuff, and I'm just, like, that stuff that I'm not comfortable with. My customers are like, oh, I want you to use, like, these racial terms while, like, talking about me, and I get that that's their kink. But at the same time, there's certain things where I'm, like, hey, like, as much as, like, I'm just, I, I am a nice girl. I do, like, pride myself on that. And so, like, I just, like, I, it's so hard for me to, like, I can do dominant vibes. I've Like I said, I've fucked dudes. I've done the whole sissy bitch kind of shit. But it's a difference between, like, them, like, asking me to, like, degrade them and them being, like, no use this fucking, like, offensive ass terminology. Like, it just makes me, like, it, it's so hard for me during the video to even, like, try to say something. So I'm just, like, there's certain lines like that. Um, Honestly, I feel like something that I won't do, though, there's not really a lot. Like, I've always, like, thought about, like, I, like, the idea is, like, obviously now I won't do a gang gang because I got a boyfriend or something like that, and he'd be like, oh, my God, (laughs) no. You know, obviously, like, I'm not a hoe, But, you know, like, certain things like that, if I were single, would probably be something I'd be down to do and fucking, or, like, I don't know. I've always just kind of, yeah, been open to a lot of stuff. I don't know. There's not really a lot that I've ever said no to. How many, <laughs> like how many much, guys yeah, like is I've too many been...
0: guys if you were to do a gangbang?
1: And that's the thing. Um, I feel like if I were going to do a gangbang, I'd probably want to do like four or five guys at most. I wouldn't want to go over that at first, especially for my first one, just because I feel like, I don't know, like when I did my like my first. Threesome, like that was my first time ever getting double penetrated by two dudes. It was like a first, like threesome too, like that. All that I remember starting that threesome off with like straight hair, and I have naturally curly, like wavy hair. Yeah, by the time of like, I don't think it was like two and a half hours. Oh fucking, it was stupidly long for like just for me to be getting crack on for two and a half hours by both of them. But like I enjoyed myself the whole time. But I remember like ending it. My hair was like fucking curly. I was like drenched in sweat, kind of idea. So I'm like, I can only really imagine how I would do with like fucking that many. Like I would be deceased the next day but it would be worth it but <laughs> now the first
0: time you ever did a dp uh, what was that what was that was was that feeling like i mean was that this time here that you were talking
1: about honestly like okay so like my first time like i've done dp like with toys before i guess like i have done that like i had my own double penetration toys before but like with yeah two guys like honestly it was pretty intense and it was kind of cool because like i got the compliment from the, obviously i'm more petite too and i watch porn i obviously do like porn myself so i kind of know angles and on my own and like they both were talking about being like you know what that was the first time we were ever actually able to double penetrate a chick in like all these positions that you see in like pornos and like it not be an issue like we could like try all this different shit so myself i was enjoying it because i like personally i do like eagle but like i know some girls are like holy fuck like i don't understand how you handled that for that long but no, I don't know. It was it was fun for me. My mom probably if my mom ever listened to this? She'd be like, "Holy fucking hell!" <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was a good time.
0: Now let everybody know before you get out of here <laughs> where people can find you at on social medias and then platforms. Like plug everything, as if this was a DP scene. Like we're plugging, okay. we're plugging everything. Like what everything is. Yes. <laughs>
1: Okay. Well, Pornhub, I'm Scarlet Summer on Pornhub. That one's super easy. Uh, same as Twitter. My Twitter is Scarlet Summer XX. I kind of, I apologize. I have had to change some of my names because my platforms get deleted so frequently, being a small, small town, how a lot of people have some hate for that, so they like to report my shit. Um, my Snapchat is scarlet summer five i'm always on my snapchat super easy i have noticed the five there by the way because <laughs> i fucking have been deleted so many times on that <laughs> we won't even get into it um instagram is spoken scarlet i also have like a personal instagram where if you kind of just want to see more of my personal life that has like my boyfriend my selfies and stuff it's scarlet summer personal um where else do we got going on i uh, yeah i've got an only fans which is also onlyfanscom slash scarlet summer xx Many bits I'm on, many bits of Scarlet Summer as well. Basically, yeah, I think that's the long and short of it. I'm trying to think. I think I got a Facebook page too. Yeah, probably, as long as you type in Scarlet Summer, I got YouTube. It's all over social media. But, yeah, the users that are mainly important are, yeah, my Snapchat and my Instagram and my Twitter. Snapchat, Scarlet Summer 5. Twitter is Scarlet Summer XX. And Instagram is spoken without a G. So, S M O K I N. (laughs) scarlet <laughs> awesome. and i think that's basically
0: it and then you can find his podcast on com or on you know mixmasterbe tv on youtube um scarlet is there anything that you want to let the fans know before you know we get out of here i mean open forum platform anything you want to tell the fans <laughs>
1: um well i do want to say thank you first of all for like reaching out and having me on here It was an awesome experience you're super sweet to talk to and i'm glad that i got to change your presumed opinion of me but i also want to say just happy 420 i hope everybody gets lit and they also get busted or doing the good fucking but yeah thank you just for having me and i hope you guys If you like i Love to chat with people on my stuff. You don't always have to be a paying subscriber. Obviously that helps. But if you ever want to ask me a question or anything on my platforms, so I'm always here. And if any girls are looking at getting started and stuff, feel free to sh- hit me up and I'll set you up with some tips. Awesome. But <laughs> so, yeah, that's about it, I think. Thank you so well, much. Not a
0: problem. We wish you all the success in the world. Um, we definitely got to have you back on the podcast again. Like totally super chill chick. Um, definitely changed my perspective on, you know, on, on, what Canada's like and, you know, people that celebrate 420. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been really awesome talking to you. And uh, again, we can't wait to see and hear and view more amazing things from you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. You're fucking awesome. Hey, guys, it's your favorite Snapchat summer, and I'm here listening to Mixmaster B on MMB Radio.